are we are we doing this? Are we really doing this right now in front of of this in front of this? Really, are we doing this right now in my co-living and co-working space here right now in Punta Nizuk, sector of Cancun? So welcome once again to this oops Agile Wars for your information wars about business agility and all the fuck leadership. And I'm pleased as Alexandre Frédéric Jolie, your coach AF, to be before you on this St. Patrick. Actually, everybody is Irish today, is it? Even here in downtown Cancun, I hear that a lot of people will be greeny, greeny and drinking beers. And in my case, I'm not drinking beers anymore. Anyways, everybody's Irish. Kiss, kiss me in Irish. I'm, my goodness, kiss me, I'm Irish. So do it in the comment below, wherever you are watching this live stream, this 107 episode of the Friday Live Agile. But this is right now a special episode of the Dairy Agile Agile Wars series, where we are going to address a couple of subjects. So bear with me. It's not like a one hour, one subject is going to be uh, a kind of a melting pot of subject that occur lately and the business agility news and the agile world of BS. And uh, so we talk about culture of failure, really, like, and uh, we're probably going to restart and do it again and more and better and wiser the fuck it up scrum. Maybe it's going to be the scrum beer, uh, the scrum beer uh, of May for a fuck it up scrum or something like this. Yes, maybe another hybrid event. So I'll, I'll come back to you later about this. Uh, of course, uh, Digital Nomad Remote Working, after three years of expansion of this, we are in a kind of a chasme. Now it's another new buzzword. <clears throat> and why is Cancun losing it? And I'm going to explain why Cancun is losing it. Uh, this is more for people who are and the real estate and stuff. But still, business agility, it's all about it, right? So, and the digital ID or digital failure of transformation, especially in Quebec again, with the example of the SAAQ. So, uh, and uh, should I add a new subject? No, that's going to be our three kind of topic and today's special Agile Wars from the Dairy Agile Tell podcast. And um, <clears throat> once again, if you want to support a channel and you, and you cannot buy me a coffee because you're too cheap and you don't have any Satoshi to send over me, so then smash the like button and uh, yes, subscribe and hit the bell, especially on Rumble and YouTube. I can wait to uh, the growing that right now we all approach 800 on YouTube. It's amazing. And with more view, more things. But again, the podcast is still more powerful. It's still more powerful. And yes, yes. Oh, I didn't. Let me do this right now here. <clears throat> We are doing something live right now. Because it's Scrum Beer 21. Because I'm so mash up right now. I'm smashed. It's going to be the 30th. Let me put it right now on your screen for the visual people out there. 
we are still going to have this March scrum beer, but not next week, not next Thursday. I cannot. I will be too busy next week uh, with this uh, client on site. Plus, I will have to travel twice. And uh, so that's why I asked to postpone it for the 30th hybrid still. It's going to be probably live from Austin, Texas. Uh, so for the people around me in Austin, uh, it's a special private list anyways. So I'm going to tell you where it's going to be, probably on 6th and Brazo, uh, in a nice location where we'll have a Wi-Fi capability because it's going to be also spread all around the world. So if it's not done yet, uh, I know it's about 10 plays out of 60 plays left for the hybrid, the virtual online on the Zoom Pro. But uh, if it's not done yet, and the description, you have the link to subscribe because if you want to participate virtually, uh, you don't have choice to subscribe uh, to have the link on the Zoom webinar show. It will be all about uh, Mike Beadle, invasion, invention, innovation of enterprise scrum that could be applied wisely to any department of your organization. So if you'd like to know how to agilize, how to really scale the Agile software development beyond IT and software development. <clears throat> that will be your chance to be introduced by yours truly. And I hope uh, some other student of Mike will join me uh, because it's going to be, again, an open type of conversation. What is it, Anna? Oh, what is this? Oh, this is a new technology that actually that I'm testing right now. Probably a future sponsor. So I'll talk to you about it more. Maybe if it's working, maybe if they become a sponsor of the Day Real Agile podcast, the first ever sponsor uh, to sponsor my show. So it's a discussion I have with the uh, business club of Playa del Carmen. So I'll talk to you about it. But a quick thing, it's a detox right now and I'm doing this week on top of, of my multiple other projects. So without further ado, um, end of the announce. And of course, if you'd like to spark the mind of someone with real agile, with real scrum, real link thinking and entrepreneurial stuff and the freedom lifestyle, share this video to anyone randomly. All right. So what's going on in the world of business agility and the world of networking and the world of entrepreneur right now? Um, there's really three subjects that caught my attention lately. And you'll probably notice for those who follow me for a couple of times that I'm not anymore on social network. I would like to thank Anna and Elizabeth for their great work of posting one or two posts on LinkedIn. That's it. We're linked out. I don't care anymore. Uh, I, I even deactivate it on my devices. So if I want to go see LinkedIn, I have to open at least my laptop or my computer and logged in. Yes, I'm completely linked out. Uh, I, I don't want. I don't want. I don't believe in social network. And by the way, social media and social network should be also a topic um, that I we have in this because um, I'd like to thank Gregory. Gregory asked us to to discuss this chat GPT. We're supposed to do so, but I'm so kind of busy and focused on other projects right now. And I try to keep doing this Friday Live Agile, whether it's a Dairy Agile at the same time or this Agile Wars series. But um, and, and this week, uh, I, I need to talk about this uh, culture of failure, 
uh, digital nomad in Cancun with some discussion with business people here in Cancun, Playa and Tulum, and what's going on. And and very the recession is hitting the inflation less, but we'll, we'll talk about it. So, but the first subject is um, uh, this culture of failure and probably the uh, the upcoming series, Fuck It Up Scrum, that I would like to do with guests as possible and open mic and everything. Uh, and not just once, but many times. Uh, we have four Fridays at least a month. Uh, one is for the Dairy and Agile. I would like to have one with this culture of failure. We are in a culture war right now on every aspect. And what caught my attention is this buzzing again of fuck it up night or this buzzing again of people talking of the right of failure. Okay, don't get me wrong here. As your business agility coach and scrum coach, and when we praise the self-organized and self-managed team and autonomy of people uh, and a culture of learning, part of the, the value and the guiding principle of what is agility, of course, we are not embracing like some of my colleagues says, but we will at some point uh, encourage you to uh, look, introspect and retrospect about what happened if you fail about something, about the mistake you made. So yes, you have the right to make mistake. You won't be like in the old day of the alpha, uh, alpha, beta organization with hierarchy and command and control, telling you that, uh, giving you warning and advertising. No. <clears throat> We'd like to do it more openly with authentic leadership, with a culture of learning. So if you fail about something, and your sprint, if you do Scrum, if your Kaizen member in a Kaizen event talk to you about what happened um, and you didn't deliver as promised. So, so it, it's important. So this is a key element of the importance of doing retrospective to all the engineer out there who came and questioned me. Uh, could we uh, skip the retrospective, the sprint? Because, eh. Well, retrospective is a good mini Kaizen at some point. If you take the time to reflect on what's going on, to express your feelings on your, uh, with your other colleagues and stuff like this, and to look at those failures constructively and to learn from them and to maybe ask for extra trainings and so on. So, so I'm all for not the failure because I'm a winner. I'm an entrepreneur first. I'm a leader first. And I think you should focus and always aim at winning. So what I despise again is this goofy, goofy, goofification on social network, on Instagram, on Facebook, on everything that I heard of because I'm not there anymore. So I'm just trusting Anna about what she sees. And, and sometimes when I read things on other platforms that talked about a buzz on social media, especially LinkedIn linked out, who seems to praise and embrace the culture of failing. They reclaim the, the right to failure. I say no to that. Fuck no. Fuck no. Not embracing. Not praising. Absolutely no. It's a go. It's a no-go. If you expect at the Agile Lounge for Business Agility Professional Services to have a consultant that will help you embracing this bullshit of failure, no. 
helping you identify the mistake, the risk, the um, capability, the competence, the skills and everything, and how to improve them, how to elevate your workers of doing it better and wiser, work smarter, not harder. We are all in with you, with you and for you in the case of our professional services. Okay? So for me, these fuck it up night was a great initiative to, to bring people together and talked about entrepreneurial difficulty and failure. Yes, we failed. I got about 20-some business since 1993, celebrating 30 years now of being an entrepreneur. It's amazing. And uh, yes, I fell seven times, but never bankrupt and never lost money, thoroughly, though. And uh, oh, so, yes, that's it. And, and we learned from there. And, and where those seven ventures uh, went out and fell, we know why. And uh, that's why we never do it again or we do it differently, uh, depending on the level of failure and why it was a failure. And uh, don't expect any example right now because the show, I'd like to keep the show within 45 minutes for you to get out, especially now with uh, the change of time in uh, Montreal, New York, and uh, somewhere else. Uh, you're going to have it at your 12 East, but it's already uh, 11 o'clock here central so maybe spring is starting for you i don't know i don't have any fucking news from what's going on up north uh nobody is talking to me and as always that's that's I, i'd like to to make a little time for that like oh, it's it's i need i need this i need this from the bottom of my heart in my renovatio i'm here right now and my uh, transformation, the transmission I received. That's amazing. While I'm in Montreal, my own base, 90% of my communication is with people all around the world. While I'm here, it's not changing, which means that, uh, and actually it's even worse, my 10% communication from people around Montreal are becoming zero. So people of Montreal, probably it's, it's a dance both ways, but they don't have any interest in what we propose, what I do, what I propose. And likewise, motherfucker. So that's it. Right now I've got prospect and a funnel full of, of people from all across the United States and Europe. Even I think we have a lead. Uh, is that right, Anna? Do we have a lead from... Uh, Australia or something? Well, anyways. Oh, no, it's from, yeah, from Indonesia. So, you see? Oh, and I've got one in Canada, two in Canada, but it's in the West. So, it's not Quebec, it's Finnish. So, anyways. So, I hope you, you hear me well. I'm not embracing failure. I'm all in for a learning environment in your organization and will be there to help you learn from the mistake you make as an organization from your people mistake and training needs if it's training they need maybe it's coaching they need 
uh, not to uh, repeat that error because the important thing is not repeat that mistake. Because at some point, if you repeat, if someone is repeating his mistake, maybe it's not fit for the job and you have to think of attrition. Yeah. So speaking of Quebec that don't want me anymore and I don't care because I'm not scared. And especially when I see, oh my God, Michel Blanc, great article and great interview you did somewhere about the failure of the sex. So I won't go back to what happened to the uh, SAAQ, especially with 87% of my audience not from Quebec and not knowing what's on, but just a little background and context. Uh, the SAAQ, and in French acronym for the uh, Public Insurance Company of Quebec. But in Quebec, they ensure people health and people care uh, after a car accident or something happened on the road. So that is cover, centralized and nationalized by this SAAQ. It's La Société d'Assurance Automobile du Québec. So it's basically the uh, insurance automobile of Quebec public, whatever, this, this thing, but mostly for your body. If you need healthcare or something after an accident, because everything that touch your car or your truck, or even maybe your boat, I'm not sure, this will be privately insured. So all the, uh, so the body injure, it's public state with this organism. But everything else, uh, like uh, your car replacement, uh, uh, reparation, mechanic stuff, that's going to be uh, a, a private insurance. Like, uh, I won't name any uh, here, but you, you know. So if you live in Quebec, you know, so you have access to all these insurers. So what happened is apparently in this public aspect for your body injuries and stuff. Oh, and by the way, this same organism in Quebec will, is also in charge of delivering the driver's license, immatriculation for your car and everything. Like it's really centralized, it's central plan. Yeah, Quebec is a socialist state. Everything is centralized, everything is central. And that's the problem. So they create like a huge wait time in all of their uh, branch throughout Quebec. And Quebec, it's big. France, it's getting five times inside Quebec. So anyways, and they were launching, I think, their digital platform that was promising to cut the wait time into the branches all across the provinces. The failure of both the call centers and the digital platform, not even sure about the app here, bring even more people into the branch because they didn't have any digital response, any self-service response, everything fucked up. Okay, to be objective here, I have to say, and I have to congratulate the people who contribute to that, to Revenue Quebec, another government body agency, who did, I think, starting 2017 all the way up to 2020. They did a great job. And, and if we compare Revenue Canada and Revenue Quebec for your income tax and your tax and your, inter, and your small, medium, and big enterprise, so kudu to the new platform. I'm using it myself as both 
an entrepreneur because I still have a company incorporated in Quebec. So could do um, great email alert, great login, great platform. You find your stuff on Revenue Quebec website, especially the business one. The citizen one, it's good, but could could aim to better administration. But the digital experience for your revenue and everything that touches your tax and fiscal paper could do. It's great. That that said, implementation at the uh, SAAQ for uh, body injury insurance failure, total failure of deployment, stability of, it's it's an outdoor problem, but it's also a front-end problem of the experience that we don't have with, with Revenue Quebec. The front-end is pretty good, especially for business. As I said, some improvement of the user experience and uh, the front-end UI of, uh, of the citizenship part could be improved. And maybe if you ask me in the comment below and in your message, I could do a longer explanation of a user experience and the journey of Review Quebec to is uh, its digital transformation. But definitely what happened a week or two weeks ago in Quebec with, uh, with the digital, digital transformation of the uh, public insurance agency was a total failure, creating even more stress and to uh, the regular call center and the branch all across the province. We're still in a mindset of a fear of exchanging virus and here and that. So it, it, it didn't help, didn't help much. And that opened a Pandora box of Eric Kerr is the uh, minister responsible for the digital transformation and your digital identity in Quebec. And he doesn't know shit about inf- information and technology. Doesn't know shit about uh, web development, user experience, product management, agility, and so on. And this guy is go out in the press conf, and he rumble about Scrum and Kanban and all the lean thing that we're gonna do. And really care, any care. And by the way, I'll probably put in the pine comment of YouTube and Rumble. In the description of this video, a take in French I did about this digital proposition back in early 2021, probably two years ago that month. Uh, in March, I did something about it, telling them that they're going to hit the wall. And this exactly what happened with the uh, public insurance company. They fucking hit the wall. And I, I cannot wait for la, the, the healthcare system that's still not plenty digitalized. And, and the problem of the central planning mindset, the centralization of our data. So there's a, so that opened a Pandora box and it shows how much I was right two years ago in French, telling him, warning him, warning uh, the uh, CSPQ and other body that deal with all the digital transformation And the lack of agility, the lack of understanding, the lack of focus and embracing guiding principle that could make these effective. And I will be very, very, very interested to know why uh, Revenue Quebec achieve it. And I know also the Alcohol Society of Quebec kind of achieve it great 
for the uh, user experience online and everything. So why are not they are not taking these great experience, adapt it and tailor it for the other department of the states or other agency and make it happen. So anyway, but for me, the bigger problem is the this digital ID and the Agile Quebec failure. And not seeing anyone from Agile Quebec or Agile Montreal speaking out about it, proposing something about it, and not even knocking at our door with our experience around the world to help you make a real business agility process, an open business, an open space, an open space technology to make things happen trustfully, meaningfully. No, nobody is. We let them buzzwording with Agile and Scrum, and they don't know shit about what they're talking about. So if they know they don't know what they're talking about, how they could walk accordingly. Because I'm all for walk the talk. And they definitely don't walk the talk because if they walk the talk, they will walk the wrong talk. And this is why they fail. And for me, it's a concern because I see that and the healthcare system, even for a blood test or to cancer prevention or to treatment and so on. So a lot of people praise, oh, Canada and Quebec, you have a universal healthcare system, blah, blah, blah. But we pay for that. It's not free. We pay with our income tax, taxation, rights, extra stuff and the system. And we wait and we wait. And the quality of services will depend of your will to fight. To fight, I mean to, to heal yourself. And I realized that because I travel a lot, because I receive medical services in the United States when I need it, when I'm there, including Mexico, by the way. And I realized that Quebec, it's fucking retard. And the medical field and you know, the, the care you receive, the, the tests you have and the choice you have. And, and on top of it, you, you, you add the layer of technology. You add the layer of uh, digital experience. And they want us to trust them with the digital transformation of our healthcare provides and having an app and the click santé, they call it in Quebec. Shit. I had an appointment the other day in cardiology in Quebec and the alert system didn't work. It was hard. It was so hard to take an appointment that I had to call. So, and I am assure you that it's going to be centralized again, that that, that will be stuck into the same server just as a buffet for hackers to store your identity. And the digital identity that should regroup many of the state services. And trust me, in Quebec, there's a lot. They're not there yet. They're not there yet for one body agency of their structure. Their big, big, big structure. They don't care about people experience. They don't even ask the citizen. I never receive a, a request for survey or something as a citizen, how would you like to have your digital identity work with 
this and that. So it's a total failure of the digitalization and Quebec of the government agency. And lately I receive healthcare in Mexico because when you're not in Quebec, even if you pay for 12 months, the month or two you are out, they don't want to help you even remotely. So you see, it's another, it's another failure, if you ask me, because you don't receive for what you pay. And probably that the government don't pay my medical doctor when I'm here, which is a total stupidity, because if we could do telemedicine, which they are not ready to do, you know, a Zoom like with my medical doctor, it's not possible unless I'm in the private sector. So this is why I'm going to do more alternative stuff. I'm going to quit this system. And unfortunately, until I'm still a citizen of Quebec, I won't be able to opt out. And until I still have money and investment in Quebec, I will still pay for services that I don't receive. And digital, digital for me, it's not just having an app or a website or stuff. It's include telemedicine. It's include that wherever the fuck I am in, on this planet, if I pay from my income tax for services, I bet I want to talk to you, my doctor in Montreal, through Zoom or Teams. They're not even capable of doing this, of having the infrastructure, the hardware, and the means to do this. And... One of my colleagues on the other room, he's from uh, Wisconsin, could talk to his doctor in Madison anytime and no time on Zoom. On Zoom, not fucking Microsoft Teams. Incredible, guys. I'm telling you that Quebec is, and Canada as all, well, is becoming an undeveloped country because here in Mexico, nice services and no it's not because I'm white and no, no, no. even my Mexican friend have a better service and they have choice to go to the Red Cross to the public sector or to pay could we have that choice in Quebec anyways so that's I have no trust no trust at all to to what's happening in Quebec right now in terms of the digital transformation and the digital identity. And uh, I hope there will be some kind of mechanism for me to opt out of the digital ID to not going in. Uh, I think Eric Kerr, the minister, says it's going to be uh, volunteer. I hope so. Because until they fix their shit, until even before being digital, they fix their in real life shit and they improve the choice of treatment that we could have. Please, a lot of people don't have access to things that I have access because I'm traveling, because I'm building a network, freedom sales network, alternative education, alternative, and, and it's a shame that we have to say alternative because it's alternate, it's an alternative to the mainstream, impose, state-owned, in our case in Canada, system. But it's not alternative. 
It's science. It's real fracking science that we don't have access in Quebec, period. So I talked about the culture of failure. I talked about the failure of digital dis transformation, especially in Quebec, and the importance of not opting in to the digital ID that's coming. By the way, it was supposed to be in June 2021. It's not. Just to let you know. So my last subject before letting you go to your Friday beer um, will be this after Agile. What's next? And what's coming up on the Dare Real Agile podcast? I had invited uh, my great colleague over at the Open Leadership Network to have an open conversation and to talk about what's going on with Scrum Alliance, Agile Alliance, I see, I see Agile and any other body of certification and training for Agile Coach, probably including this new uh, enterprise agility, uh, whatever shit from Eric Roller and all what the European are doing. Again, talking shit. So they won't teach you how to walk properly because you're going to walk shit as they talk shit. So I know Mizek last year already called out those institutions I just named. Now, uh, Ryan just ask again, saying them, if you are not responding, you're probably a complice of this agile industrial complex and all of this impose, push uh, way of doing agile. So I'm really curious. And I did ask myself early this week to, I'm still part of the church of Scrum Alliance. I'm a Scrum foundational uh, educator certified in many ways with them. The user group Scrum Beer, uh, it's uh, actually uh, with them. They sponsor me for that, providing to any other Scrum Alliance member uh, Scrum educational unit. By the way, I wish to see you on March 30th on Zoom for the majority of you. And for my network in Austin, keep stay, stay tuned. You're going to know Brazo and Six and the location coming soon. They don't even answer me in the direct channel. I've been in your and shadow band for the first, uh, not shadow band, ghost. I've been ghost by my direct message to Scromelias. So guys, what's going on? Don't tell me you're busy with the Portland uh, gathering that's coming. And, and so that's why I'd like to have a conversation with Mizik, Ryan, or just Ryan to know more about how they feel and how we should start calling violation to those institutions that don't bring that much value anymore. Especially on that important topic of how do the executive are aware, are coach, or at least, yeah, they should be aware of what's going on. And I don't see any certificate on all of these bodies, even I see agile that push to a, a more uh, 
enterprise coaching, but there's no enterprise coaching from Scrum Alliance that I saw the prospect of. Like, that's why I'm even questioning myself to continue this learning pa uh, path of becoming a CEC because it seems to be very lame. I've learned more now, right now on the field with executive themselves and with the uh, certification I received from Daniel Mizik, thank you again, on acting as an executive coach, a real executive coach. Forget about that job. What is the business value? Uh, we try to uh, help uh, the executive and the leader into an organization. Because if you'd like to change the organization, they, want, they have to be willing to change themselves. And this is why I, I find it curious in most corpus of IC Agile, ICF, Scrum Alliance, and Agile Alliance, and even the Business Agility Institute, for that matter, that are pushing, imposing stuff to the newbie coach to do with executive. That's not the way it's work. You have to be more inviting. You have to be more, you have to be polite. Me, I like when someone from a C-level suite come and ask the team how it's doing. And, and he said, like, could I talk to you, please, Alex? And, and then when, they start, when we start the cafe and the conversation, he or she is eager to receive more understanding and the coaching from me. So I bet you that there's a lot of coach out there, certified coach that don't know how to deal with the psychology of an executive or to do because me in my case, I was an entrepreneur, I was a business owner. I am still a business owner and entrepreneur. I talk with them. I talk with VC. VC stands for venture capitalist. So it's even like their psychology, it's even more speed and time consuming than any executive out there. So if you don't know how to be authentic and direct and have your five minutes of glory with these people, you won't be able to coach them. And the majority of coach right now are just, are just supplier of energy for these uh, institutions. As we should not concentrate into the volume of how many coach you certified, but on the quality and the set tools that these people have and how they could do their own way in having a conversation, meaningful conversation, a wise conversation with those executive and business owner that don't have time for your bullshit and your legos. I'll say that much. And they told me that. Every time I have a lunch or a dinner with executive and business owner at my client, the one thing they all tell me is we love you, Alex, because you don't waste our time and you don't impose anything to my employees. You hear, but more than hear them, you listen to them and you suggest, you suggest things to do that will bring value for my customer with my employees. Yes, it's that simple. You who you are listening right now, 
If you're a scrum master that start, better stick with us and our openness and our practicality, pragmatic things. Because if you stick with the literalists, you won't feel happy. You won't feel fulfilled. You won't have nice dinner like I do with director, manager, and CEO. Telling you that I love you. So on that, meditate on this and remember who you really are. A powerful being, a wonderful being that are free to be whoever you wanted to be and to do whatever you wanted to do in respect of one another. Have an amazing weekend. Happy St. Patrick's again. And see you on the other side of the Gulf next week. Thank you.